right, you ready? Here we go. Uh, hey. <coughs> hey, everyone, welcome back. Hey, everyone, welcome back. Okay, shut the f up. Hey, everyone, welcome back to Let's Talk Physical Media. My name is John. And my name is Matt. And guess what, guys? Big news today. Really big news. You don't know, huh? No. You don't know. Well, back. St. Patrick's Day? Well, no. We are recording on St. Patrick's Day. Happy that's why St. It's green. Yeah, and that's also why I'm drinking a beer. I am half Irish, and I thought, you know what? In honor of St. Patty's Day, I'd have a beer. But yesterday, great news came down the pipe. The volcano menu from Taco Bell is coming back, everyone. Ooh. One of the darkest times in my history is when Taco Bell got rid of the volcano menu. And great news for the world and for me, the volcano menu is coming back. That's, in uh, June. I'm happy for you. Can't say I'm excited, but you know, I'm, I'm happy that you're excited about these things. I'm very excited. I can't wait. I don't know if it's going to be back like permanently or if it's just going to be back for... Just drink that before you make a mess, please. Well, it's going to keep coming out. Maybe no. take a bigger sip. God damn it. God damn it. Get mm. I got it. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah. God damn it. No, it's good. It's fine. No, it's not. It's all over your hands, and now you're going to touch my fucking bar top. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You should have gotten me a coaster. You should fucking drink like a normal person. Three hours later. All right, well, we're back. Right? We're still recording? We're still recording. Yeah. <laughs> Let's review the tape. R rewind. <laughs> go back a couple seconds and tell me that he drinks like a normal person. Because he does. He thinks he does, but he doesn't. No, he puts his entire mouth over the bottle and mm. flips it up violently and then slams it down. That was... Mm. And again, look, you did it again! That's insane! <laughs> that is insane! There might be something wrong with it. <laughs> there's something wrong with you! No. There's nothing wrong with the beer! I think there's something wrong with it. Give me that one! <laughs> I don't even like the taste. I'm gonna just show you how to drink a beer. Okay, show Out me. of a bottle, like a <laughs> fucking human being. Okay. <laughs> An adult. <laughs> Jesus say. Christ. Ready? Uh-huh. And I have way more in here, right? Yeah. I noticed that there was no bubbles. Not one. Hmm. You got it. You can't. You got to admit, it. It. I did that very light, and it still bubbled a little bit. Because okay, you have to. You kind of have to like pigeon lip it because you you have to have air coming in. You can't. Uh. You're covering the entire thing. You see, you gotta, there has to be air so it can flow out. Now you're starving it of air and then you're violently flipping it up for <laughs> no reason. And then it's, <sighs> Jesus Christ, yeah. just keep going. All right, sorry about that, guys. Uh, well, you know, we all learn things. We're trying, I've, I've been at it for years. I've been trying to, <laughs> to mold him into uh, somewhat of a human being. Um, and he was raised by wolves, apparently. Every week, uh, something. I try and like eat and drink on here, and it just always ends badly. <laughs> Two hands on a cookie. He, he doesn't know how to drink out of a yeah, bottle. Just... You're getting a cup next time. Fine, we could do a cup. But that'll probably get spilled. So it's I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. Yeah, you are. Anyway, so welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome back to Let's Talk Physical Media. This is the show where every week Matt and I get together and we talk physical media. And we teach John a life lesson. John learns a new life lesson every week. And we announced Taco Bell's latest menu items, also apparently, which I'm very excited about. Yes. Yeah, so. But there was some actual physical media news this oh, week okay. that we have to actually dive into, and we're going to play first at Out of the Gate, my favorite game. Does Matt know the new Criterion releases? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, shoot. First out of the gate, we got a movie called The Servant. Nope. 
Never heard of that? I actually haven't heard of that. This one you might know. Ter Time Bandits. Time Bandits. From Terry Gillian. Uh, I've heard the term... I Maybe I've heard of it, but maybe there's a video game also. I feel like... I know Time Splitters is a video game. And I thought um, you were going to say Time Cop, which is a John Van, uh, John claude Van Damme. John-Claude Van Damme, <laughs> right. Uh, Time Bandits, I've probably heard of it. I know I probably have not seen it. Well, it's actually one of the early Criterion releases. This is Spine number 37. So it's coming... DVD? Yeah, all the way or back. Blue, okay. So this is getting a 4K release. So this is a very early Criterion release that's okay. getting an upgrade. So that's pretty cool. Um, if you're a fan, yeah. yeah, and then Rules of the Game, which is considered one of the greatest films ever made. I have never seen it. I, yeah, I, I don't know who's making that claim, but <laughs> well, yeah, they, they actually they clearly it haven't seen the Terminator. Yeah, it says it on their website, so they made the claim. Right, themselves. right, right. Okay, okay, yeah. So they haven't seen the Terminator. And then there's and then Barry Jenkins' Medicine for Melancholy is coming to 4K. I like Barry Jenkins a lot, actually, but I've never seen his first film. Either have I. And then another one, this is called, this is a big box set coming out. Okay. It, it, nine like film, box sets. Well, Pasolini 101. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass a, pass on Pasolini. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I looked into that. Apparently, very famous guy, made a lot of movies that are like, you know, really help with like the history of cinematography and everything. But I, I have. I you drink IPAs. I like IPAs. I okay. don't like the hard finish. I get that. I'm no, a Budweiser guy. You no, know, honestly, so was I, but I think you have to stick with IPAs for a while and your taste will change. I yeah, mean, and the, and the alcohol rating is like way up there too, right? Always, like, yeah. Uh, uh, 9%. Yeah, so this will get you going. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I like the endurance beer. Like, uh, Bud Light, honestly, is generally just my go-to, you know? Cause well, it goes I down try, easy. Uh, yeah, I try to like choose something different every once in a while, but I end up just with a Bud Light. Yeah, I mean, just easy. I'm not a big, big. If I feel like spending money, Stella is pretty good. Stella's I like good. Stella. I like Stella. I like Stella too. I could drink a Heineken. Uh, I could drink a Coors. I don't really like Miller. Miller Light. No. I like Miller Highlight. High Lifes. I call them uh, the Miller Low Lives because they're cheap. Yeah, they are. Well, yeah. that actually always reminds me of a, a thing in the guy, the mayor in do the right thing he drank miller high life where is the miller high life and he was pissed and they didn't have it and i was on a high life kick for a little while <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I i would go out of my way to choose miller high life and i enjoyed that for a little bit oh well i'm happy for you yeah. i mean yeah i went through a kick with like different beers now i just try different ipas because i don't drink that much so mm. it's not like i'm i'm here drinking it you know get drunk just for the taste never been an ipa that i said mm, that's good I want you to. Try I want to try the Stone Cold IPAs, but they're I've, probably gross. Also, I don't know. I've heard though. Are they smoking skull or something like that? Broken skull. Broken skull. Thought, yeah. yeah, I. They sell them at distributors. You can get a four pack and just yeah. give them a try. Yeah. Probably twenty eight dollars for four beers. I'm a hundred percent sure of that. I could spend twenty bucks and get a thirty rack of Bud Light. Mm -hmm. Have a great day. Pretty much. Anyway, so continue your thought. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's the Criterion releases. If anyone is interested in those, I the only one out of this that I will probably be grabbing is Time Bandits on 4K because I don't have it, and they have pretty much all other Terry Gilliam's films except for uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, like I told you. And now. Some other little bit of news that came out this week that I wanted to jump all over is, and this is actually Jeff from Films at Home. He shared this on his Twitter. Okay. He said that one of his favorite horror movies ever is coming to 4K, and that is Insidious from James Wan. Mmm. And yeah, I don't think you've seen this yet, right? I own this. Do on you? On Blu-ray. On Blu-ray. Terrifying. It is a terrifying movie. Yeah, this is this is the horror that I don't like. This is the one that scares you, the paranormal yeah, horror. This is the stuff I don't really like. I do want to retry. I actually got that Paranormal Activity box set. Oh, that's gonna do, scare the shit out of you. I do kind of want to crack it open and try it again, 
But this is the stuff that really scares the balls off me. I something about it. And Insidious is the one that had like creature floating in the top of the corner of the room that looked like Darth Maul. Yes. That yeah, that's Insidious. Yeah. Yeah, with the big that. jump scare. Of and Darth, is that the one that they did that little Tim song like skipping through the flowers or something in the line? You know what song I'm talking about? That weirdo fucking song? Yes, they play it on the record player or whatever in the yeah. uh, in his realm, pretty much. Yes. Maybe, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I yeah, know. That's a s- and that song is scary mixed in with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no. So that's coming to 4K, which I don't, it just says, he just said Insidious. It doesn't include Chapter 2, 3, The Lost Key, and I think they're up to Chapter 5 now. Mm, oh, wow. But So there's a lot of them. Yeah, I have the original. I remember, I remember why I even own that. Because, uh, you know, it was cool to hang out with a girl and watch a horror movie. So I was at Best Buy. I, that was probably one of the new ones. So I picked it up. I never saw it. And I was pretty fucking terrified. So you were sitting there and you couldn't even concentrate on the girl because you were just afraid. I was afraid. I mean, maybe I got my pee-pee touched. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, it was a long time ago. But I specifically remember why I have that. Watching it once or twice and uh, haven't touched it since. Well, Insidious Chapter 2 is just as good in my opinion. But the first one is great. So I'm guessing that you will not be wanting to review this 4K when it comes out, right? No, you can have that. All right, that's fine. I got my Blu-ray. I'm good. Maybe if I revisit it and then enjoy it, then we'll upgrade down the road. But for now, go with the Blu-ray. All right, well, and then his other tweet that he pulled out, but now this isn't directly from him. He just shared a tweet from somebody who has a blue check mark, and that person's name is Bill Hunt. I think he maybe is from the digital... Oh, Bill Hunt. Yes. I think he's from the digital bits, maybe? I have no idea. I don't know. But uh, he wrote that, and again, we've been bringing this up since we started the show. He said that John Landau, producer John Landau, confirms that Avatar, The Abyss, True Lies, and Titanic are all planned for Blu-ray, 4K, Ultra HD release this year. True Lies, huh? Yeah. Well, Well, here's the thing about this. We've heard these rumors from the very beginning. I think on this show, we reported that those 4Ks will not be out any later than March. Did you say aliens on there? No. Okay. No, unfortunately, nothing about aliens, which okay. I still don't. But I told you, those scans are done. Disney has them. They can do aliens on 4K anytime well, they want. Also, there was that bit of news that uh, Disney is talking about physical media again. Yes. They're acknowledging physical media the, again. That Bob Iger, I think, was the one who said it. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's a step in the right direction. That's a bit of good news. We don't know what they mean or. Well, all these properties are owned by Disney. Oh, okay. Because they work with James Cameron. 20th Century Fox is what he used to work with. Disney bought 20th Century Fox. Now they're 20th Century Films. They're a Disney property. So it's just really about putting them out. I, right. I don't know what the holdup is on that. Like I've heard that the Abyss scan has been done. The True Lies scan. The Alien scan. They've all been done. Titanic we know because they released their new 4K scan in theaters. Mm-hmm. Avatar. I mean that seems like a no-brainer with Avatar 2. Which again, Avatar 2 came out in what? December? Um, uh, I did not see it, so I don't remember. So it came out in December. Something like that, right? Yeah, and it's not still, too long ago. And it's not on 4K. Yeah, I guess yet. it was Christmas time. Right? Yeah, and it's March, and it's not on 4K or planned for. So I don't know oh, what. Yeah, yeah, it just never came. And they're usually pretty quick. Very fast. The turnaround's pretty quick. Yeah, I, I didn't even think of that just because. I'm not following that because yeah. I didn't really. I figured like, like you know most movies come to streaming like within 45 days now, and yeah. this movie doesn't even have a 4K announcement yet. Like you know we have announcements through June. Now. I saw Scream Six 
or up, up for pre-order on Best Buy. Yeah, right? you can pre-order that on 4K. And uh, actually, one thing I wanted to ask you, we, I was trying to find out information on this. I can't figure it out. But in May, they announced The Running Man coming to 4K. And the picture that they're using is the same slipcover over the steelbook that, that we, we have. have and yeah. it says that it's a two-disc set. So I'm not too sure. Is if ours a two-disc set? Is it? I don't think so. It isn't. I think the one we have is just a single disc. You're right. It is. I think. And on Amazon, it's listed as a two-disc set. So maybe Could this... Could be a typo. Who knows? Um, the only thing I could think of, because that was a pretty oh. nice little release, maybe it was like a limited thing, and th- maybe this is just another pressing. Maybe. Because that was actually, and I they haven't gone back to it yet, but we were made a big deal about it at the time. That was a slipcover over a steelbook, mm. which we loved. So. Yeah, that's that's the best kind of steelbooks because, again, I kind of stay away from steelbooks now just because you lose a lot of the stuff and they're not always the best designed. I prefer the slipcover in most cases, but you get best of both worlds here. So. Yep, to quote Sammy Hagar. I'd prefer if you actually just clipped that in instead of... Oh, I know. I, I wanted to sing for you. Oh, okay. And that way now when I clip that out, you still got to hear. Mm. So luckily for you, you got to actually experience it. So, um, were you, are we, should I apologize to the audio? <laughs> no, because they won't hear it. You just got to hear it. Gotcha. I did it for you. I did it for you. Gotcha. Okay. But as far as news goes, that was really it. There wasn't really much else that I saw that was like getting a big announcement. Like you said, Scream Six is up for pre-order. Mm-hmm. Um, these Criterion announcements, and then those rumors. Like I, I don't know if we're gonna get those this year. I hope so. I pray. I, Matt, I don't think you've ever seen True Lies, and you'll love that movie. No, and I have it on VHS. On VHS, right? Yep, yep. I have it on VHS. Yeah, but yet you don't. You haven't seen it. I haven't watched it yet. It's. It, it's uncomfortable to watch the VHS because it's on the other side of the room. Although I could hook the VCR up to this setup. Yeah, because it's an HDMI, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I could, but I... Imagine I, what a VHS would look on an LG CX. <laughs> I haven't tested it, actually, to see if it, the picture quality is better on the, on the OLED versus the CRT. That's something you should test. I'm curious how a VHS would look like that running through an HDMI port. Yeah, because I have a VCR DVD combo that um, has an HDMI out. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty tight. You know? Yeah, you, you, you don't really f- see that no more. No, isn't that like if you and you bought it used, right? I think I paid like sixty bucks for. Actually, I forget what I paid. It wasn't a lot. I got it at a thrift store, but it was broken, and I paid ninety dollars to have it fixed. They they had to solder some new capacitors onto the board or something like that. But it's in perfect working order now. That's yeah. it's pretty cool to have. You know, yeah, I'm you, a little jealous. You, you of that. can't get that. No, you can't. Especially the combo with the VHS and the DVD player anymore. HDMI out. Yeah. Who would have saw that coming back in the day? That's like, just very, very tail end of VHS oh. and DVD. Well, VHS, it's just crazy to have a VHS player that is HDMI out. That doesn't Even make DVD. Sense. DVD is still, because DVD became obsolete by like, well, it's never, it's not. It's actually still the highest selling thing. But we yeah. had a new format by 07. Can H- you buy a standalone DVD player new? now i don't know if you can buy one or is it just blu-ray players that are going to play dvds probably just blu-ray players that can play dvds but i'm not 100 percent sure on that i mean they started like that what company is it samsung who doesn't make 4k players anymore i don't know or was it sony it was one of the big ones that stopped making 4k players i'm not sure you know now one thing i never noticed because i have the panasonic 4k player yes how come panasonic doesn't release tvs in the u.s I don't know, and I had a really nice Panasonic for a long time. And like, I, so the the HD TV test is the the guy I watch. This guy, um, fuck, what's his name? But he's in the UK. Okay. So all his reviews, 
he does Samsung, LG, Sony, but then he's got Panasonic and like some other brand, and this is overseas. So it's just very strange that we don't get Panasonic out here. It is weird, but it's just weird. I, I'm having a big thing with uh, distribution rights and how it works. Vincent, all... that's his name. Vincent from uh, HD DVD test, HD TV test. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Re- yeah, well, I guess, yeah, right? That would be. Little yeah. Vinny. Hey, Vinny. Hey, Vinny. Bring the cannoli over here. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, as you just defended every single Italian person who watches the channel. Although we are both I half. I am Italian. You're half Italian. You're also half Hungarian? I'm a, I'm a mutt, yeah. Yeah, I'm half Italian, half Irish. But we're both American. It's not to offend any of our, you know, international viewers. I don't think the Italians will get offended. Like, hey! You know. <laughs> no, the real Italians. The ones over in Italy. I don't want to offend them. Ah, uh, yeah, but <clears throat> that's different. You know, not the New York Italians. I don't give a shit. That's half our family. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even think of Italy, but... You know, it, you know it's a country. <laughs> I, I know. I was, I was thinking, like, Brooklyn. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pizza Italians yeah. are Italians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Before we get into the questions for this week, because we have a lot of like really good questions that are going to take some time, did you buy anything this week, or did you take a, a little bit of a rest? Because we did get some sales this week, actually. Though. Um, I did take a bit of a rest. I, I have some residual stuff coming in still from like eBay. Like I got Deja Vu this week, because I'm still Speaking working of like, on Did you ever get the fan? That's coming. Okay. So I canceled my pre-order from Amazon, and I bought from Blow It Out here on eBay ebay because he honestly so if you guys are i know he's weird he, he doesn't trust ebay for some reason but um if you guys shop on ebay for blu-rays the two there was there's two sellers on ebay that i want to shout out that i think are the absolute cheapest prices everywhere i cross-referenced their prices with best buy amazon everywhere they are by far the cheapest for a new copy i mean you could probably find them cheaper uh cheaper if they're used but blow it out here and I think the other one was Please Rewind or something like that. And then they have deals where you buy two, like buy one, get everything else 25% off or 15% off your your entire order. So I've been getting like five, six at a time, and I've been saving like $12, $15 on my order. Plus, everything is already cheaper than anywhere else. So it's a good way to, to bulk up your collection or get some stuff you've had your eye on. So Deja Vu, um, I just picked up. Um, and right now, I think on order, I have that movie Flight, because that's another Denzel Great one. Great movie. Robert Zemeckis directed that. Um, Love that movie. I think I finally grabbed uh, Ready Player One. About time. That's a matte movie. So, and the only reason I grabbed that, because it's still, it was still like, cost me like 18 bucks for the 4K, but everywhere else it was like 25 and it sold out on Best Buy and Amazon. Well, that's because there's a new uh, Steelbook coming out, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so they're getting rid of the stock. I don't know, but yeah. um, I grabbed that. What else is on the way, or did I get... Mainly just a bunch of Denzel stuff I've been working on. Inside Man, I think we already talked about that. I just watched that. Inside Man was fucking awesome. I really enjoyed that. And you saw Fallen for the first time, which is another great Denzel movie. Fallen, yes. Uh, I did watch Fallen. Um, How many days after that did you have time? No, never got stuck in my head. didn't get stuck in your head? The song's still stuck in my head. Time is on my side. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good movie. I like that. It was it was fun. Um, I did doze off a little bit during it, but I I think that was just a long day. I think I watched it on a Friday. Oh yeah, and Fridays I'm are tired bad. On Fridays for some reason. Isn't today Friday? Today is Friday, and I hope I don't fall asleep during John Wick. But <laughs> I I don't think that's possible. Yeah, no. 
I don't know. It's too much going on. As in that. far as buying stuff, yeah, I'm looking over at my to watch pile, and there's not much change. So I don't think I really picked up too much recently. Uh, okay, yeah, no, I I picked up. Uh, only thing I ordered was twins. Um, I got the shot select of that. Yeah, I got that. And then I, I'm telling you guys, you guys gotta let me know in the comments section below. What do you think I should do? I, I I'm just I'm gonna end up probably ordering them. But do you guys want to see reviews of the Superman 4Ks? Because I'm getting really bad FOMO about that. I, I, the, the packaging is beautiful, and I think they're going to be really nice 4Ks because they're nice WB. It's nice packaging. They'll probably be nice 4Ks, but they're not good movies. Like, but the first Superman and the second Superman are good movies, though. They're just, what year are they? They're the late 70s. Nah. I'm telling you. like, and, and you know, Pass. They're the ones that started. Like, I'm not a big Superman guy. So. Me neither. No, and I'm not either. But And Superman 3 and 4, they are really bad, but I do want to see them in 4K. And just, like, I don't know. I kind of, I don't know. Let me know. What do you guys think I should do? Do you want to see, if you guys, if enough people say they want to see reviews, I'll get them because it'll convince me just to do what I already want to do. Tell them to save his money. Yeah, see, but no, we're leaving it up to them, not up to you. Uh, Well, my vote is save your money and put it towards something better. You do get a fair vote. You are an equal opportunist like me. Mm -hmm. Or an equal, I don't know, forget it. But anyway, let's move on to the questions because we have a lot of good questions. And that's we're gonna, it for news? That's it for news. Okay. Right. More news. And I'm going to ask you a question because I really feel like I know the answer to this. Okay. Uh, and this is from Rico Gomez. Rico. And he asked us, does Matt like horror icon Vincent Price? I don't know if you know who Vincent Price is. I do not. And I, I think I read this one and I was thinking, but, but continue. And has he seen the 1970s horror movies? The abominable Dr. Phoebe's Fives, Dr. Fives Raises Again, and The Theater of Blood. These are revenge stalker movies where each murder is done in a creative way. Fives goes after Dr. After Doctor is responsible for his wife's dead in The Theater of Blood. Price also goes after each uh, after movie critics that didn't award him an acting award. Now, okay. they sound very interesting. They do, they do sound interesting. I have never seen or heard of them, but... They're like 70s, right? 70s horror films, yes. So, and Vincent I, Price is one of the kings of hammer horror. Right. So with the exception of like Jaws, Star Wars, and I can't even think of anything else from the 70s. Uh, the, the first Halloween, like... Taxi Driver? Never seen it. No. Really? No, I never saw it. What about uh, The French Connection? Never saw that? Wow. Yeah, I have a pretty hard line of like 82, 83, and on is like kind of where i start you know yeah there's not too much 70s in there for me um i'm the, the classic old, film guy on yeah he, he's he likes the older stuff I, I i have a tough time mm-hmm. with it like if you're following our bond watch through right now i am fucking miserable yeah. <laughs> watching these movies <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it is pretty fucking funny every week getting the phone call like which one is it like and, and somebody wrote to us today that they're having a good time watching so they're like i can't wait till we get to on your majesty's secret service matt's gonna hate it yeah no i'm <laughs> really not having fun with them and it's just i i don't know i mean call me crazy call me a child but i i need I, I can't do the older stuff like that. I listen, I, have, I, I have respect it. I a very it. tough time with it. I respect um, it. You know, but again... I disagree. The original I Halloween it. was at 78, mm-hmm. and that's one of my favorite movies ever. I think that's... Like, I mean, yeah, you you watched the Godfather movies for the first time last year, and you didn't love them. I didn't love it. No, yeah. no. And uh, I was surprised. But Jaws, what year is Jaws? 75. It is 70. Is that old? Yeah, but that movie's also from the 70s, Alien. Alien? Yeah, yeah so there's some exceptions. Yeah. But, you know... Mm, 
mm. and my favorite movie ever, Terminator, in 1984. Yeah, so, so the 80s, I mean, I would say probably my favorite movies came out of mostly the 80s and 90s, my favorites. Yes. There's only one movie from the 70s that makes my top 10 all time, and that's Chinatown. Forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. Hmm. And the rest, yeah, would probably be 80s and 90s. Most of my yeah, favorite. Yeah, and then I just like the newer technology stuff. Like, I, I like newer movies now, too. But, yeah, 80s, 90s, that's generally my area. Early 2000s. Oh, early, early 2000s slashers and comedies are also fantastic. A lot of great two, early 2000s comedy. The Rise of Will Ferrell. Yeah, there was a good comedy. It's funny. There used to be good comedies in theaters every single week. And yeah. now we just get nothing. I don't even think we get... I'll I'll come. Yeah. When was the last time? The last time I remember going to the movies to see a comedy was uh, Game Night. Any of you fucking pricks move and I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. With Rachel McAdams. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it was good, but that was the last time I can remember seeing a comedy. Yeah, I can't remember a fucking. They just don't. they, They don't come out anymore. They come to TV. Comedy really just went to like the way of the sitcom. It's just there's just yeah, it's like a dead genre almost. Pretty man. much, yeah. It's a shame. Yeah, we never because you, you know what it is also. And my comedy section is pretty large. Yeah. Well, you but, know what it is also. Marvel movies also feature comedy, and I feel like that's yeah, like a four quadrant film. Not enough. No. It's not. You you're not labeling that a comedy. It's not being filed in the comedy section. No, we never just get standard comedy. You no, know, we're not getting Ace Ventures and Dumb and Dumbers and. The Will Ferrell movies anymore? Or... Will Ferrell puts out a couple of movies, but they're never not the same. Like some of the newer comedies that I've seen, like Let's Be Cops, that was hysterical. Let's Be Cops is probably ten years old now. Is it that okay? Well, mm. it was, it's new to me. Uh, <laughs> what about Chips? Chips was good. That was like Let's Be Cops is nine years old. Chips is probably right around that. Um, what about uh, Ice Cube and Charlie Day? That uh, oh, Fist Fight. Fist Fight. Yeah, that's got to be newer. Chips is twenty seventeen. The other guys. The other guys is really old. That's that is pretty old. Right? Yeah, and I I love the other guys. That's... Um, hmm. What else is a pretty recent comedy? Uh, ooh, what was the one with John Cena? And Blockers. Blockers. That Blockers was, was pretty. Good. That was a good yeah. one. Blockers. That, but that's like 2019 also. Yeah. I hear they're making a new Rush Hour. I'm very heard, excited about I've that. I've heard that. I've heard the, that. The return of Chris Tucker. That'd be cool. Yeah, but I've heard that about Friday, too. Chris Tucker and everything. I don't know. We'll see. When it comes, it comes. Same thing like with the uh, James Cameron 4Ks. Yeah. On mm. uh, Office Christmas Party. How old is that? That's probably like seven or eight years old, too. Fuck. Yeah. yeah they man. just don't make comedies. They miss. Well, what would we get? Coming to America? Part two, two. But that was on straight to streaming. Yeah. In well, theaters. I have a Blu-ray. Yeah, that's true. You did. Which is a surprise, actually. With a slipcover and everything. Yeah. Really? Hmm? Does it say Amazon on it? Don't know. I'm curious about that. Oh, Want to take another question, though? And this is actually going to be the big question of the day. This is from Lorenzo Harris. Man of God. Would like to see you guys do a top 20 favorite movies from the 90s. But that's 50 movies together between both of you. So I, it'd probably be too time-consuming. Maybe you guys can do... I say so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking stuttered through that thing. Maybe you guys can do a top 10 instead. And that's exactly what we are going to do. Oh, that's what this is piles for? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. On the spot, is uh, that's tough. Yeah, that was hard. Matt had a hard time with that one again. He yeah, always yeah. has a hard time picking. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not good at at picking um, my favorites for some reason because um, I, I don't want to leave anything out, and I still feel like I'm forgetting. Yes. So um, right off the bat, I forgot one that would have easily been in my top three, and that was Goodfellas. So you don't see that in this pile. So we'll say that I brung eleven movies. 
I said, no more shines. Maybe you didn't hear about it. You've been away a long time. They didn't go up there and tell you. Uh, I don't shine shoes anymore. Are we going to do one for one? Yeah, we'll just go one for one. We'll go one for one. Because it's not in any order for me. I have zero order yet. I, don't ask me to put these in order. <laughs> because that, that'll know. take me three hours. I could tell you that my number two all-time film would probably be number one. And when we get to that, I'll bring it up. But all these movies, and like I said, I forgot Goodfellas. So I'm sure there's movies in here that I'm forgetting. So you said Goodfellas is you your know? number one. Yeah. So this one's staring everyone in the face. This yeah. is the Batman collection. So obviously Batman 89 just misses that window. So Batman Returns is what, 92? Two. All right, so you know, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin are all 90s movies, right? All of them, yeah. So I'm going to cheat a little bit, but I guess if I had to pick one out of all of them in here, I guess I'm going to go Batman Returns. Um, but I thought you were more nostalgic for Forever. But followed very, very closely by Batman Forever. I understand Batman Returns is a much better movie and all that, but I do love Batman Forever a lot. Your entrance was good, his was better. I have a lot of nostalgia for Batman Forever myself. That's the first Batman movie I ever saw. I saw that when it came out. It was the first one I, I ever... I honestly don't know. It... It very. You got to remember that came out in '95, so you were what five, six. Yeah, so I probably seen Batman yeah. and Batman Returns before Batman Forever. So uh, yeah, I guess Batman Returns would be my pick out of there for the '90s. Yep, and then I I only chose one film from one director. So, you know, the Coen Brothers. They had the Big Lebowski. The Mil They had Miller's Crossing in the '90s, which Matt honestly refuses to answer uh, add to his collection even though I gave him a free copy of it because I replaced it with the Criterion Collection. It just doesn't look interesting. Yeah, well, okay. So anyway, I chose 1996's Fargo starring Francis McDermott as my choice for the Coen Brothers of the 90s and this film is just fantastic. It follows a pregnant police sergeant who in her little small town in, you know, uh, Minnesota they experience some murders. Mm. And they're trying to find out who killed this cop on the side of the road. And it's just so many great actors. And this looks beautiful. Steve Buscemi is in this. The guy who, I always forget his name, who plays uh, John Abruzzi from our favorite one of our favorite shows, Prison, Prison Break, Break, is in this. It's just a great, great movie from the 90s. If you haven't seen Fargo, check out Fargo. 98? For what, Blade? Blade? Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, what can I say about Blade? This is what started the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, he's not included in the universe yet. Yeah. But uh, this is the first Marvel live-action movie, right? Not the first one, but this is the one I that... I think it is. No, because they had fucking a, a terrible Fantastic Four film. and they That had, was before Blade? Yeah, yeah, and they had a terrible fan, uh, a terrible uh, Captain America film in the 90s, too. All, you're thinking of the one that came after Blade. No, there was some 90s ones that came out. That, really? Yeah, okay. horrible. I didn't know about that. No, but this is the one that started, like, okay, now people know superhero movies. Like, you know, around right, this time yeah. we had Spawn. And, and this was rated R. This was a rated R Marvel movie. Yep. Blade is just fucking awesome. I love Blade. I remember... Blade. And this movie used to scare me a little bit when I was a kid. I mean, it's... A, it, it's got some horror elements to yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. But that, that blood rave in the beginning when the blood starts coming out of the sprinklers... And that the scene rave. is iconic. Oh, my God. Awesome. I mean, Whistler is, is great. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. I, I fucking... I, I wish he would come back as Blade because he nailed this role. He I, was perfectly cast. I absolutely love Blade. 
fantastic uh, movie. Blade is awesome. And then for me, we get 1995-7, starring Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. I also love that movie. I do love this movie. This movie... The big, What's in the box? <laughs> they just had that playing at Hollywood on a Who's in the box? <laughs> yeah. But 7, they, uh, this world that they created, a lot of people said that, you know, Bat- the Batman was kind of like stealing from 7, making this rainy dark world and seven seven did that first and you know seven with batman well, you know what i love the batman and i love seven so mm. you know i don't have any complaints really about this film the world is just it's just gruesome and dark and gritty every day it's raining in this movie except for the very end when they find that head in the box i won't yeah. reveal whose head it is if you haven't seen this yet but seven check that one out oh my god seven is fantastic and you know what else is fantastic dazed and confused yeah all right all right all right this is a great one. You know, we did just review this on the channel. This is the new Criterion 4K. And look, I'm holding a Criterion movie. Yeah. You don't see that often. No, you don't. Because uh, they don't really have the best list of movies. But, um... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Days of Confused, fantastic. This is... Would you say a period piece? I mean, yeah, it is. Technically, like, you when know, you think period piece, you're thinking of, like, you know, that old English look. But no, that is takes place in the 70s, yeah, the 90s. It's, yeah, it's basically a biopic on the 70s i guess right i mean it's a period piece it takes place in the 70s yeah. of like, it t- awesome you know. movie awesome cast it's just not a lot happens you know it's just the kind of day in the life of these kids in it's the 70s movie. and roll a joint smoke some pot watch uh, matthew mcconaughey mm. and uh everyone else mm. who else ben affleck's in this milia jovovich i always forget the one kid in this so the guy he was the villain in too fast too furious yes and that guy and that guy is also in a bunch which by the way he does a ridiculous accent in too fast too furious he's also in goodwill hunting i know who you're talking about yeah <laughs> yeah but dancing and fears check it out this is an awesome movie he is not spanish that's what i'm getting at and right. we just did a full half-ass movie reviews about this one dumb and dumber but I would be remiss if I didn't have this on my top ten of the 90s yeah, list. Yeah, <laughs> I, I also have Dumb and Dumber yeah. on there, so that's... And we both have the same unrated fucking Blu-ray that doesn't include the theatrical cut, which I would yeah. prefer. Uh, so, okay, I'm a, I go again, and you have this also. Yeah. I have that 4K steelbook, but... And I, I have this as well, but... I grabbed the Skynet edition, because I think this is the superior way to watch the movie, although that does say 4K. It's notoriously known as not the best 4K One of ever. the worst 4Ks, but this slipcover and steelbook combination... Ugh. Can't. You can't beat that, though. You have to yeah. own it just for that. Yeah. But that's the definitive cut of this. Yeah, this is uh, this is the way to watch it, is this guy in an edition on Blu-ray. Although, there is another cut in here that I haven't checked out yet that I, on regular Blu-ray that I have to check out that I heard might be slightly better than Skynet Edition. Oh, wow. One that I picked was 1994's The Lion King. And this movie broke little John's heart, you know, when Mufasa dies at the hands of his own brother, Scar, which Matt would have no problem doing to me, even though we're not brothers. Long live the king. This movie just killed me it crushed me as a kid and on top of that it's still just a beautiful movie the songs are great i mean just kicks in you're right at the top you know you just feel it right in your balls when the circle of life starts playing and it it's so damn good the remake from john favreau not good don't see that one check out the original really i don't like it no i found it offensive wrong pile oh <laughs> you found it offensive offensively bad yeah. i never saw it don't just watch the original again uh you know what i did see 
Um, and you can't talk the 90s. I think this really defines the 90s. And that's it does. Clerks. Yes. Kevin Smith, you know, he was at his peak in the 90s, in my opinion. Although, the last few movies he's made is... You know, I guess I can't really say that he's been at his peak because... I kind of love all his movies. He's just always been around ever since Clerks. He's never really. But he really started. This is where we we were introduced to Kevin Smith was right here, and this is uh this is a fantastic movie. Again, um, a, I guess a slower movie, right? Well, but, I mean, think about the budget they had. The story of Clerks really plays in a part in your enjoyment of Clerks. Just knowing the fact that the guy filmed that at the store he worked at at night while they were closed while they were closed put all his money on credit cards to try and live his dream and his like dream came twenty three thousand dollars or something like yeah that. like something's crazy something like and that's why it's in black and white because it was cheaper and cover the light the bad lighting in there if you haven't seen clerks this is a must it's in the library of congress yeah right? it's that important it's a very it, important it, film it is and like i said i wish criterion would get a hold of this and give us like a dazed and confused type release like it, a digipack release of this it's a perfect addition to the dig um, to the Criterion Collection, in my opinion. I really can't believe it's not there. Yeah, me neither. We got we got Mallrats in uh Well, Mallrats was from Mallrats Arrow Video. Dude. Yeah, that Arrow Video where I don't think no Kevin Smith movies ever come to the Criterion Collection, and, no. and Clerks is That's definitely the deserving. The only boutique label was Mallrats that did uh, Arrow Video was the only boutique. Well, you can argue that Fuck. Paul Thomas Anderson had... Not Paul Thomas Anderson, what am I saying? Wes Anderson had a lot of movies come out from the 90s around the same time as Kevin Smith, and all his movies are released on the Criterion Collection. Every single one of them except his most recent one, The French Dispatch. Hmm. So it would be nice to get them... Like, maybe then we can get finally get Dogma, because yeah, I need Dogma that, on Blu-ray. Imagine do Dogma in a digipack. Uh, my birthday's in a couple weeks. I expect you just to give me a Dogma Blu-ray, right? Yeah, no problem. Just yeah. Venmo me $130, and I'll give it to you. Uh, it's my birthday, right? So I'm, I'm. I don't want to sell it, but if you at least give me what it's worth, then I. That's your gift, is you get to buy it. <sighs> you should just give it to me. No, I'm giving you a different out of print Blu-ray. I'm giving you the Hills Have Eyes. That is true. You are. That's fair. All right, you're up next. Um, Ace Ventura. Great movie. Jim Carrey was at his peak in the '90s. That's, oh yeah. That's definitive. No, there's no debate on that. Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, The Mask. Come liar, on. liar. Liar, liar. Come on. You can't beat Ace Ventura in the 90s. No, Ace Ventura. And even When Nature Calls is pretty damn good. But the first one, I think, has a better story. Whereas I think the second one, or a better, better plot, where I think the second one is, I think, funnier. It calls. <sighs> it's tough. There are some great jokes in the second one. There. Excuse me. Your balls are showing. Bumblebee tuna? But there's some great jokes in the first one. Um, I don't know. I... I might like the first one a tad bit more. Like, gun to my head, Desert Island, only taking one, i have probably taken the first oh, one. Oh, I'm 100% taking the first one, too. Just the, when he comes out of the bathroom, that's just such a little gag. It's right out of James. they got the James Bond music playing, and he, or the Mission Impossible music yeah. playing, which, before Mission Impossible. Uh, don't <laughs> knock over the beer when you do it. It's empty. Okay, well, don't do it anyway. I yeah. know what you're about to do, and I just I know that was going <laughs> to get knocked over, but he go ahead. He comes out of the door and freaking scales around, and he's got himself up against the wall, and he goes over the, bat, the, the railing, and he's like trying to shimmy across oh, the and then he slips yeah slips like <gasps> and then he jumps back over only to just come back to the door slam it shut <laughs> yeah. oh i thought you meant when he's coming out of the bathroom and he goes woo do, <laughs> do not, not go really. in there had i been drinking out of the toilet i, I could have been killed <laughs> yeah. fantastic movie every scene is hysterical every line the perfect car movie. perfect perfect movie oh. absolutely love ace and terror 
I agree. And here's one that I gave Matt, and it's one of my favorite films, and that is Philadelphia. Uh, I know Matt probably won't like this movie, even though I think it's both one of Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington's best. So it's boys. got my favorite actor and his favorite actor. In the same movie, yep. But I think his favorite actor just really brings it down for me. Go fuck yourself. You've never <laughs> even seen this movie. And it's directed by Jonathan Demme, who also directed Silence of the Lambs. So... <laughs> Uh, actually, in the camera work in this is very similar to Sons of Lambs with those really close-ups that I love. And it tells the story of Tom Hanks' character. He gets AIDS and then gets fired from his job. And Denzel Washington... They're having AIDS? Well, that's why Denzel Washington... Was he touching people? No, well, this is where Denzel Washington comes in. Because Denzel Washington, also a lawyer, they're both lawyers, decides to defend him. Bird lawyer. Just before... Just because of the fact that he got fired for having AIDS, that's why he's defending him. And it's an emotional journey. You know, he's dying of AIDS. And then Denzel Washington has to deal with the fact that, you know, he has AIDS. And it's 19, you know, at the time, 93. It's about, you know, you know how the world felt about AIDS at the time. And I saw this for the first time in health class. And everybody else was bored. And I fell in love with it. I was the only one crying when he died. So, go figure. <laughs> Wrong pile again. Okay. We'll move that over. Now it's your turn. Yeah, I definitely... I'll probably just give that one back to you. Actually, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to watch that. But uh, what I will watch is a much better movie from the 90s, and that's Scream. Scream. Classic film. Fantastic. We just saw Scream 6, and this franchise does not miss. No. Uh, but this is the beginning. This is the best one. This By far the starts. best one. Yeah. And Jesus Christ, I, I love Scream so much. This is one of the best horror movies ever. And Wes Craven, who has... A lot of possibly best horror movies ever under his belt. Does he? I mean, he's got Nightmare on Elm Street. And, and Scream. I, I, I gotta be honest with you. Shocker is great. I love Shocker. I Matt. do love Shocker. <laughs> I do love Shocker, but... Shocker is one of the, like, one but of the when movies. You're, but when you're talking, like, top horror movies, yeah. I don't think Shocker's in the conversation. Nobody else but me and you are gonna probably say Shocker. Unfortunately, it's not in the conversation, <laughs> although it is a fucking great movie. I love Shocker. <laughs> uh, I really like that. But that's probably, like, 2000s. I don't even think that's 90s. Shocker? Uh, maybe it is 90s. Shocker is 80s. <laughs> Oh my god, it is that old. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you're right. Yeah, 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 you are right. It stars but the guy who made all those movies in the Mark Wahlberg. The X-Files guy. Yeah, well, I mean, that that guy, too. Skinner. Yeah, Skinner's in it, but the yeah. other guys made a bunch of movies uh, with Fuck, Mark Wahlberg. that's a good one. I can't wait to rewatch that. I've been... Do Dude, I come... love Shocker. I love Shocker. <laughs> <sighs> Flew under the radar for so long. Yeah, you guys need to check out Shocker. Check out Shocker. Wes Craven Shocker starring uh, <laughs> Whatever the Skinner guy. from X-Files. Yeah, so we have an X-Files question later, so we'll get the Skinner. Oh, good. Uh. But yeah, Scream. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Such a good one. And Fucking I, love that. Oh, my God. That was close. That was really close. It's going to happen one day. Uh, a movie that I picked is, I believe, from 1992, Deep Cover, starring what I think is one of the most underrated... Actually, I always say he is the most underrated actor ever. I like Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. I think you're still going by Larry here. And this movie is directed by Bill Duke, and it tells the story, Deep Cover, of an undercover cop. And how undercover will you go? And that's basically Lawrence Fishburne's case. It stars him and Jeff Goldblum. Jeff so, Goldblum's in that? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Because I actually have that. I haven't watched it yet. I picked it up on a Criterion sale. Yeah, and, uh, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, he plays it. Uh, Lawrence Fisherman plays an undercover cop, and it's really just exploring like what you would do if you were undercover, like how far you would go. I just watched a really good Lawrence Fishburne movie. Uh oh yeah, Assault on Precinct Thirteen. The Assault on the Precinct remake. Thirteen remake. Yeah, yeah you do Much love better that better than the original. I will, I would just watch John Wick too, and I ugh, he's great in that. Thing. Is he in? He's in John Wick. Two and three. He's not in the first one. Really? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, I love him. The reuni reunite, reunite, uh -huh. Morpheus and uh, Neo. Well. 
speaking of Lawrence Fishburne, mm-hmm. The Matrix. Yeah. You know, so I... Oh, you brought them both up. I brought them both because I <laughs> wanted to show you that I actually, I really like this this box set. This is a super nice box set. It This is very nice. This is the 4K box set. But um, Nice 4K, by the way. This Blu-ray actually was a gift from uh, from John. A it long, was. A long, long time ago. It was a birthday gift, I think. And this is a... Oh, it wasn't a birthday gift. I can tell you now. I uh, What was it? I had two of them. Oh, you did? Yeah. Why? I ordered two of them, and this was back before I was an honest person, and I ma- would mail them back or call up Best Buy and tell them they gave me an extra. You uh, ordered one, and they gave you two? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and I re-gifted it to you. Oh, that's perfect, because this is very nice. This it is. is. I like these a lot. I yeah. don't have mine anymore, either. Why? I don't know. I oh. have... I have the Matrix three times though. Yeah, this is a, uh, this is very that. That's why when I got my box set, I I couldn't give up my Blu-ray. Cause I this love is those just, those uh, booklings these, things they used to do. Yeah, I gave you my Malcolm X like that. Yeah, I have. Yeah, and the I have Ghostbusters a, one and two is like that too. I have, yeah, I have a handful like this, and uh, but again, the Matrix, fucking awesome movie. Oh God, changed shame, movies. Shame that the uh, the sequels. They just get progressively worse. But it's you worse can't ruin the Matrix, though. That's no. the thing that we have to no, be honest no, with. No, no. And then right here, do you only have one left? I only have one left. So I have a couple left, so I'll do it. So Criterion's recent release of Malcolm X, my favorite Spike Lee movie, probably my favorite Denzel movie. Um, he's amazing in it, but... Uh, what did I just watch that was Spike Lee? Inside Man? Inside Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is one of his... Which is considered like for him doing like one for the studio. Malcolm X, though, is one of the best movies ever made. I think it's the best biographical film ever. If you've never seen this movie, this movie's over three hours long. Three hours long. I can watch this movie any day of the week. It just clicks along so fast. I mean, given we're seeing his entire life in three and a half hours, so would was, I like that? You would like Malcolm X. You think? I think so. Plus, you like Denzel, and he's giving a world class performance. I like Denzel. This is the one I was explaining to you where he should have won Best Actor in '92, but they gave it to Al Pacino for *Scent of a Woman*, basically to make up for the fact that they didn't give it to him for *The Godfather*. Because mm. you've never seen *Scent of a Woman*. But no. that's where the woo-ha started. Yabba dabba doo. Oh yeah. So it's worthy of an Academy Award, I guess. Ooh-ah. <laughs> Ooh-ah. <laughs> Ooh-ah. <laughs> and then also I have here. Now, it's not Quentin Tarantino. He just wrote the script, but this is Tony Scott. So, Tony Scott movie with a Quentin Tarantino script. How can that movie be bad? And I can tell you right now, it's not. This movie is fucking awesome. I love true romance. You get Christian Slater in one of the only two movies. This and Heather's that I like him in. Uh, Samuel Jackson. Gary Oldman is in this. Uh, Christopher Walken, a scene-stealing performance with him and Dennis Hopper. I mean, this movie stacked. Patricia Arquette. It, it speaks to me. One of the best scores of all time, and it steals the score right out of the movie. Uh, Badlands, same score. I, I love it. I love this movie. So, Matt, give him your last one. And All right, my last one, obviously 90s, Jurassic Park. How, you, how do you talk about the 90s without talking about Jurassic Park? Change now, this CGI is, forever. This is the 4K box set, but uh, you know we're talking about the original, even though Lost World is still pretty good. Don't say that. That's literally <laughs> Steven Spielberg's worst movie he's ever made. <laughs> I actually kind of enjoy the last. I one. know you do, but uh, don't be ashamed of yourself. But the first one is is significantly better. It's the best in the series by far, quite hands down. But come on, yeah, like you said, change CGI forever. Awesome story, um, fantastic cast. I love Jeff Goldblum. He's fucking awesome. Jurassic Park was a big part of my childhood. Big part of mine too. I watched Jurassic Park a lot. Yes. And uh, again, I just love this series. 
And it's kind of shame. It's kind of a shame what they did with the the Jurassic World movies because the first one and even the second one wasn't bad, but the, that third one was. I uh, only really like well the first one is miles ahead of it, but the one I, I like Jurassic World. The first Jurassic World, I don't. That's think That's what is I bad. just said. The first Jurassic World is good. Yeah. The second Jurassic World not great, yeah. and then the third one was. And just, Jurassic Park three actually kind of surprised me in my last watch too. Through it wasn't that bad. I don't mind it. I don't. Yeah. The one. You know what that three, movie did that was smart. It was short, ninety minutes. Mm. At least if you know what. At least I could be a little bit more forgiving. Unless unless you keep me there for fucking two and a half hours, but they didn't. Right. So. Yeah. Forgivable. And then the last one for me, my second favorite movie of all time, Pulp Fiction. From and that Qu- would be on my list also. Yeah. It's I hard to Pulp Fiction. I love this movie. Uh, Tarantino's best film. He just announced that his last film is finally coming out. Um, I saw that. It starts production in the fall. The movie critic. So I think people who are into film know that's probably about Pauline Kael because it says it has a film lead in the 1970s. Pauline Kael is one of the most famous film critics of all time. Read her opinion on Citizen Kane because that was probably what made a name for herself. But people love Pauline Kael, and I have a feeling that's what that movie is going to be about. And it's going to be his last movie, so I'm sure it's going to be good. Something I don't like. Yeah, but you know what? It's Tarantino, so you have to see it. Yeah, I'm going to see it, but it's just... uh, And you know what? I wish he would go back to his roots and do like Reservoir Dogs. No, he's big into rewriting history now. That's what he does. And I have a feeling a 70s movie about a movie critic, he's rewriting history somewhere in that. Yeah. So it only makes sense, but that's basically his second half of his career when he got to Inglorious Bastards. It's pretty. He's pretty much just done the same thing. Mm. Not that I have a complaint, but like you said, I would really prefer like... 90s Tarantino, where the down and dirty... Reservoir Dogs, adult. Pulp Fiction, Jackie, Jackie Brown. Brown. Yeah. What was the one after Jackie Brown? Oh, well, that was the Kill Bills. That's where it went downhill. But you me. like Death Proof after that. I do love Death Proof. Which is a throwback to the 70s, so... Yeah, so... But anyway, that's the end of that question. Lorenzo, I hope we did a good job on that. Uh, a lot of fun, great question. Mm. You know, we could have done 25, but it would have took forever. Yes. And then our last two questions are both from Kevin None L. None of us said E.T., E.T.'s from the 80s. 80s, you're right. And it's also from 1982, so it's... Oh, 81. No, it's 81 or 82. Uh, very early 80s. 82. I forgot. Honorable mention, live-action Ninja Turtles movies. Yeah, you were going to bring those out. And yeah, those are a staple in the 90s. So Kevin L. asked us, what are your guys' top five favorite action scenes? I'll give you my number one right off the bat. Really easy. The fucking scene with the robbery, when you rob the... Uh, when they rob the bank at the end with the amazing audio. Mm. That scene is definitely my favorite action scene that they have ever put to film. I, it's incredible. Number two behind that is probably from... Oh, we have to do five each because I can't do that. Okay, I, well, follow, I, follow along. Maybe I'll give you some ideas. Cause I'm thinking something Michael Bay, maybe like Bad Boys 2 when they're dropping all the cars. That's a great one. I was going to bring that one up. Dropping all the cars on the highway, that car seat. Because I'm pretty case. sure because they did that. They were yeah. dropping those fucking cars. I would say that one's up there for me. Um, well, speaking of Bad Boys, what about the first Bad Boys in the airport? I love that action scene. When they're driving the car and he's like, that's how you drive. That's how you drive. Okay, Michael Bay. What about Armageddon? Drilling in the scene. That is crazy. That's crazy. That's amazing that that happened to me. That's all right. That didn't come out the top then. Same bottle. I know. That I've been drinking out of. Maybe I do put too much force behind it. You know what? I'm strong. That's what it is. Must Uh, be what it is. But Armageddon. What about that action scene? Like... Uh. 
Uh, more, it's all time, right? More recently, we've gotten a lot better action scenes. Um, for example, Inception, right. the, yeah, hall, the spinning just, hallway. Just scene. looked at Inception on my yeah. shelf. Yeah, Nolan's been the king of action scenes. I mean, you can pull stuff out of the Batman. For me, the original Batman Begins chase with the tumbler through the streets, that is an incredible scene. That's awesome. Scene. The uh, ambulance was a, a very good whole movie is basically an action scene i would about anything the, michael bay really michael bay is the king of action yeah. you know he might be over the top and cheesy but the man knows how to fucking love shoot it. action man i love it yeah he knows how to it, nobody shoots an explosion like michael bay that's one thing you cannot yeah debate. transformers movies well those movies are horrible no but, they're not but i will say that they look pretty no they're horrible man uh no offense to you guys offense to matt but not to you guys oh you know what action scene the lobby scene in the matrix oh my god that That's is the best awesome. scene. Boy, I walk through the metal detector and they beep and then the... Well, speaking of which, well, what about John, John Wick? Wick? Yeah. John Wick, the uh, first one in the uh, nightclub when they're in the pool and then he comes through shooting and I yeah, just love all that. Yeah, all the gun control that fucking Keanu Reeves has. Oh my uh, God, it's uh, insane. Can't wait for John Wick 4. Even in the third one, the opening to the third one opens in the rain and it's just a long action sequence of him almost being assassinated the whole time. He kills a guy in a fucking library with a, a book. Like, <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, I'm gonna actually watch John Wick one tonight. I know. Yeah, I gotta get through one, two, and three. I watched week. one and two, and let me just tell you, those movies are just never boring. Like no. I thought that I like two was probably the worst. I'm gonna do a ranking sometime this week in a short, but two is probably the worst, and I fucking love two. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's an almost perfect franchise, and John Wick four is getting tens, perfect scores, like, and they're saying it's the best one in the franchise. I can't believe that. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah. Oh. Another action sequence that I like. I guess it's a small one, but in Skyfall with the sniper. If you guys know that action sequence. I haven't seen it yet. I love that one. Skyfall actually has a lot of great action sequences. You can include their final sequence at the very end. I think we answered the question pretty well, right? Did we bang out five? Do you have any? I mean, oh, we didn't bring up any James Cameron action scenes like the Terminator in the police station. Yeah, I guess that's, that's a good one with him the- and... Uh- in T2, the sequence on the highway with the yep. helicopter flying underneath the bridge. And I'm sure Mission Impossible's got a bunch that I can't think of right now. I mean, Mission Impossible, if you want to do Fallout with their helicopter scene, because they apparently did Fast that. and Furious. Yeah, getting, Fast and Furious. It's getting pretty ridiculous with the action stuff. I mean, they're always trying to outdo each other. I gotta admit, though. Actually, st- Fast and Furious really does have some pretty ridiculous action I was just gonna say, ridiculous, but I was just gonna say... I, there are certain scenes like Fast and Furious Four. I love the scene with the oil tanker. Where they're trying. Yeah, that they, one. That they, one's really. They're back good. in the car. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. Dumb. Yeah, that one. I love. Or was it five when they're when they're in the Chargers with, with the, the safe with the safe? safe yeah. yeah, that one's great. Um, what's the one? I can the one with all the cars that are being controlled by a computer and they're just like a tornado of cars. I think it's seven. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, that or even when they did like the mix up in two when they go into the. Into oh, the bay, into the garage, and then they all come out to, yeah. to lose them. Yeah, two is a good one, actually. I, 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 They're all good. I'm excited for Two Fast and Furious to rewatch that again. Good They're 4K, which you don't have. They're all fucking good. They're not all good. They're man. all, They're not all good. good. They're They're overall, all good. as a franchise, they're pretty damn bad. They're pretty goddamn good. I disagree strongly. Love with that. Fast and Furious. <sighs> okay, well, let's move on to our last question. So, this one, I, I, <laughs> I just can see your answers already, or at least Uncle V's. Kevin L. wrote, what is one movie scene you would like to happen to you in real life? And which character would you be? So this is actually a tough one. So put myself in any movie scene of all time and what character would I want to be? First, well, honestly, first one comes to mind. 
Being Peter Parker getting bit by the spider. You, so you could be... I wouldn't mind being Spider-Man. But that doesn't make sense. Oh, we also have a lot more questions I forgot about. Why wouldn't? Why doesn't that make sense? Why would you want to be Spider-Man? Why wouldn't you want to be Spider-Man? I don't see any thrill about being Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man always ends up pretty miserable and depressed in the end. He has to save the world and it, you can see it weighing him down. So you put yourself in Spider-Man shoes, is what you're saying? Oh, so we have to be the exact character. Okay, I see what you're saying. Well, you got to you could pick a movie scene and pick any character in that scene. Mm. So I can't just get the powers and then go back to my life now. I can't be Spider-Man. Mm. No, I can't okay. be Spider-Man, and that'd be embarrassing. Mm. Everyone would get killed. You would do a horrible job. Well, of I wouldn't tell people I was Spider-Man. I would just do my own. I would use it, my powers for evil. I would, like, probably rob a bank and... I figured if you were going to pick a movie scene, it'd be, like, some scene with you and a lady. And you get to be the man. Uh, what movie would that be? I mean, any James Bond movie, he gets the girl. Taking, like, any movie that a guy gets to bang Jessica Alba would be pretty cool. Or Megan <laughs> Fox. Megan Fox. Pam Anderson, you know, some early 90s. Oh, that's true. I'm trying to think of a movie, like, I'm trying to think of, like, what movie scene would I want to be in, and then I could be anyone in the movie scene. I would like to be Mike Lowry from uh, Bad Boys. He's pretty cool. He drives a nice Porsche in the first one. Yeah, you yeah, can pick Mike any scene pretty that. cool. I'm trying to look through my stuff here and see what I would like to be. I definitely don't want to be Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> That's for damn sure. Anyone in the police station in Terminator. Uh, I wouldn't mind being Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. That scene, uh, I don't know, again. Being Neo? Being Neo. The one? The one. Like, do you want that pressure of being the one? I'm trying to think of, like, I want to be somebody, like, in the background. Um, you know, like, in Pulp Fiction, like, John Travolta's drug dealer. He seems like he's having a pretty nice life. Mm, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess he probably does heroin, so that doesn't sound too thrilling, even though no. I know he just sells heroin. Samuel Jackson, actually. I would love to be him in the scene, but that makes me a murderer. <laughs> like, I, there's a lot of hard lines here. This is hard. So, this is uh, kind of hard, This right? is a hard question, because like, who do you want to be like, mm. like in a scene, any scene? I would love to be Robert De Niro on the coffee scene from Heat, where he's sitting across from Al Pacino just talking and drinking coffee. I love coffee, and I love a good conversation, so... That might be one for me. <laughs> I guess. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I think it'd be pretty cool to be Spider-Man. You're an idiot. Well, you did your best. We got some other questions. Okay. All right. Yeah, these are these are hard questions. Good try. Good try. Right? I mean, you had a tough time with it. Too. I did. I'm not going to lie. Because it's like, it creates a scenario where it's like, if I'm somebody, what do they do? And I don't want to be known as a killer, you know? So, mm. but they do have some awesome scenes, a lot of killers. Right be batman but again like i don't want to go home as batman so frank rodriguez thanks oh, kevin thanks kevin that's true but he's miserable, rich I, and miserable. I, I would want to be like a christian bale batman i think yeah he seems like he is but again he, when does he sleep Playboy. when does he sleep all right well frank rodriguez asked us four questions wow and he said do you guys have a plan on what you're going to do when you hit 2,000 subscribers is a 4k giveaway we actually only did one giveaway here when we hit 500 and we never really thought about doing another giveaway since. I don't think we make enough money for that. That's the real crux of it all. All the everything you guys see us doing, we don't make enough. We don't make it, really anything, actually. We kind of make enough to pay our credit card bill, one credit card bill, and I have thirteen, and Matt has like four. You only have four now. Oh wow, good for you. Mm. All you right. have thirteen credit cards. I have thirteen credit cards. 
But they all have very low limits. That's the problem. Yeah, I only owe like... I don't know. A couple thousand. That's all you owe on credit card debt right now? Wow, you almost got yourself out. Yeah, I'm getting there. Wow, I probably owe 20000 Yeah, no, I'm not that high anymore. Well, I have a personal loan for my driveway, but... Wow. And then my mortgage. <laughs> all right. It's going to get bad. So, yes. we might do... Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know a if we'll do... A physical giveaway like that? Maybe not, not for 2000 Maybe when we hit, like, 5000 we'll yeah. do a big giveaway for, like, something like a box set or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. But 2000 seems like such a, you know, random number. But, like, yeah, maybe when we get to $5,000, we will give away, like, whatever, like, a big package is going at the time. Because then yeah. at that point, we should have, like, a high... You know, we have more plans for the channel as far as, like, you know, maybe down the line we'll have Patreon, watch-alongs, and all that stuff. You know, right now we're at almost 1700 so we're doing better, but, you know, we're still pretty new. we still got to expand a little bit to start adding new things. Inching along. Yeah, we're, exactly. So we appreciate everybody who's stayed with us this long and everyone who's new, but, you know, it does take time, and we both have full-time jobs, and it's, it's tough, but it's fun. And then he said, I can't remember if you guys have done this, but what are your top five Dolby Atmos movies and... And top five DTS movies. People sometimes overlook the audio aspects when buying a 4K movie. Having the right audio setup is almost like watching slash hearing a movie for the first time. I agree with that. Um, there's stuff I've upgraded solely on audio. Yeah, you'd love audio. Yeah. Now, DTS-X, uh, there isn't very many DTS. Very, very little. Uh, and my Sonos, it, it will play a DTS track, but it like converts it to PCM, so I don't actually get, I just feel like nothing really supports DTS-X as far as like, unless you have a real high-end audio receiver and all that stuff, but soundbar wise, they'll advertise DTS, but at least with my Sonos, it comes up as PCM, so um, I don't really go out of my way to look for DTS-X stuff, um, but I think what didn't like the X Men stuff have DTS X tracks? Yes, I remember that. But Most... as far as Atmos tracks go, I think Maverick had the best, right? Top Gun Maverick had a very good Atmos track. Uh, most notably, the first one that comes to my head was Moonfall. Oh, wow, yeah, you did like Moonfall. Moonfall was like a reference fucking audio track. The one I listened to this past week for Streets of Fire was a really good Atmos track. Um, what else? Uh, da, 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 da. It's gonna be like, you know, mostly action movies. I'm like, trying to think if the Transformers movies are Atmos or not. Um, the Transformers 4K, because that's the Michael Bay movie. Those are gonna, regardless, whatever track is on those, that that's a good audio track on the Transformers movies. John Wick's probably they are, do are probably really up there for uh, Atmos tracks. English, Dolby, Atmos for all the tracks on Transformers. For all the Transformers. So Transformers, those are fantastic Atmos tracks. Uh, the John Wicks are... I've heard some really good Atmos tracks, but, you know, like, the John Wicks are probably the best. Of the John Wicks and uh, Top Gun Maverick is the one that I still think is the best I've I heard. hear the monster movies are actually really good. The Godzilla vs. Kong. Really? I've heard that, too. I heard that. That's like a reference disc you put in as far as to show people and audio is, is that movie. I, think I haven't watched that yet. If those movies did anything right, I'm sure it's visuals and audio. I did see a bunch of them. I just do not enjoy those movies. Those are definitely more matte movies. They're just over the top. Ridiculous yeah, action. A, I can't can't wait to watch those. Yeah, you're more of the audiophile than me comparing. comparing. Mm. I care about the audio. The Batman actually had a... Had oh, a, that had a great Atmos track. Yeah, the Batman actually had a really good Atmos track 
also, I think we're over five, but yeah, I could probably keep going if I. So we have another question that's actually pretty hard because I can't think of it too many answers for this one. Do you want to hear this question? What? What is your top five comedy movies in 4K? Because I don't know if I even have five comedy movies in 4K. It's actually funny you say that because I just upgraded a few comedies you did. to 4K and I got Step Brothers in 4K now, which I haven't watched yet. Pineapple Express in 4K. Um, the 21 and 22 Jump Street 4Ks are probably good because they're Sony. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have those in 4K. The, um, off the top of my head, Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2 are great 4Ks. I was just about to say those are on 4K. Coming to America is on 4K. Yep. I, I have Van Wilder on 4K. But I wonder how that is on 4K. But uh, I haven't watched that Would yet. you count like Shaun of the Dead or uh, Hot Fuzz? Shaun of the Dead is definitely Because that's a, a really nice 4K. Yeah, so Shaun of the Dead, I guess, would be up there for comedy. Yeah. Um, and that whole set, it comes in a nice three-pack with Hot Fuzz and at World's End. Great 4Ks. Yeah. It's actually crazy. I don't, other than Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, I don't think Jim Carrey has a 4K. None of the big Will Ferrell movies have come to 4K. Step Brothers. Just Step Brothers, but Anchorman... Uh, Talladega Nights, Old School. Yeah. None of those have 4K releases. No. Nope. Anything from the 90s? Like, Tommy Boy doesn't have a 4K release. Oh! Wayne's World. That Wayne's is a good World. 4K. Yeah, I don't have that one. That's a very good 4K, actually. And hmm. great comedy. I mean, what, Fantastic can, can you go wrong with Wayne's World? Love Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent. Excellent. All right, and then our last question from Frank. Frank, thank you so much for these questions, by the way. What are your favorite shows in high school? Mine were X-Files, French Prince, Goosebumps, Married with Children, The Critic, and Seinfeld. So you went to high school in the 90s. Now, is he asking what, what we liked while we were in high school or what we liked while... Or what we liked that was out while we were No, what well, we liked in high school. So actually, I would choose the X-Files too because X-Files was huge for me in high school. We went to high school in the late 2000s. Yeah. So I can't say I really watched too many TV shows of of note. Like I can't really think of. You didn't watch Beavis and Butthead back then, still. Like we both were still watching South Park. I know that. Yeah. So I guess South Park would be probably my number one. Yeah, we were both. Um, I guess I watched Beavis and Butthead at the time. Chappelle show. Chappelle show was huge. Chappelle for us. show, yeah. The greatest sketch comedy show. Reno nine one one. Oh yeah. Um. And those were all on, like, back-to-back. I remember Reno, uh, South Park went on, and then Reno came on right after. Yeah, those were great. Uh, I don't know if you c- consider wrestling a TV show. Uh, watch that every Monday night in high school. or thing. Actually, no. I think I was out of wrestling by high school. Really? I still watch wrestling. I watched wrestling until I was, like, in my early 20s. Yeah. I, I still keep up. Like, I tried the Royal Rumble a few I weeks graduated ago. in 08, and I think I stopped watching wrestling, like, shortly after it became WWE. Mm. Not too far into that. Yeah. But wrestling was life for a long time, and I still love it. But still go back and watch stuff, yeah. Old stuff. I, I don't like any of the new talent. When I was in high TV school, I... Shows. I mean, I still watched, like, a bunch of, like, Prison Break. I was watching all through high school. Uh, 24... I was out of high school by that time. Really? Yeah, I watched Prison Break. I was working a Hollywood video, so I was already out of high school. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Well, I watched that in high school. Uh, yeah, I don't think I watched that many TV shows. In we've game. It really can't be on. We it. can't undersell at that time when we only had very small jobs that would just support our gaming habit. Me and Matt only played video games. Yeah. We'd watch movies, but we'd watch movies while we were still gaming. Every night, we'd still probably sit down and watch a movie. I remember actually 
to combine our things. We watched The Fifth Element over Xbox Live. Do you remember that? No. You don't? We chatted while we watched it. And you don't remember, like, Netflix would have the I thing remember that. Yeah. So they would have the people sit in front so it looked like you were in a theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, I don't remember that. But, um... Twin Peaks, that was a big one. I like These I are all 90 shows that. That, that I caught up to when I was in high school, actually. Yeah, I didn't watch too many TV shows. It was either video games or movies. Not too many TV... I mean, with the exception of, like, Chappelle Show and Reno mm. and... We are I huge I mean, I watched a lot fans, of cartoons, though. too, though. Like, yeah. South Park. I was still watching Nickelodeon, probably watching Hey Arnold and... You know, Doug, Ren and Stimp, whatever was around at the None time. None of that was still on when you were in high school. We had access to it somehow, but... I did somehow well, used to watch Rocket Power. I can't remember how, but I do remember distinctly... Boomerang, probably. Maybe. I distinctly I remember... Oh, I would DVR it somewhere, and I would watch it, and then I would somehow... Because I remember being in high school, rolling a joint, and watching Rocket Power, and just laughing my ass off for a night. That was a you fun night. didn't fucking smoke pot in high school. I smoked pot with you in high school. You were in high school? Yep. I was still in high school. I guess I was out of school already. Yeah, well, I mean, no, because I... I graduated 08. 08, yeah, I smoked pot in, like, 06. Maybe, like, but not every day. No, I didn't do that until I was like, in high school. But, yeah, no, but 08, I was a... Yeah, maybe not by then. But, like, 2009, 2010, yeah. yeah. Now you guys know a little bit more about me, I guess. But high school was fun. It was. I miss high school. I'd Me love too. To go back. Me too. We can't though. Life can't go back. Thanks, Frank. Now we're sitting here thinking back and reflecting on when life was happy. Yeah. And all I had to do every day was go to school for six hours, and that seemed like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> oh man, it'll get better. Maybe. Maybe. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for all, all your questions. questions. That's all the questions. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Kevin L. Thank you, Lorenzo. We appreciate all your questions. Everybody, if you guys want to leave questions for next week's episode, you can leave those in the comment section below. Also, while you're down there, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, search for us on all podcast services if you haven't yet. Give us a like there, subscribe there, five-star rating, you know how it works. And then after you're done doing all of that, I want you guys to sit down on the couch, ring up anyone you want on the phone, and just tell them all about Let's Talk Entertainment Media. You won't regret it. And we'll be seeing you guys next week. Enjoy your week.